0: Welcome to the first FC Fanbase
1: podcast. Hope you're all doing great today. Your hosts are Che and Lucas.
0: And today we're going to talk a little bit about the coronavirus impact to the world and to the world of football in specific. What do you think about it, Che?
1: You know, I think that, as we spoke before with you, right, like in the beginning, early January, I did not even believe that it's going to be spreading that fast. I really thought it's going to be, you know, this kind of, mass panic for a couple of weeks and it's going to be gone you know and i remember you were trying i to think everybody me, thought, yeah right and That's you fine. were trying to actually convince me saying that hey i think this is actually getting serious this might spread to the us and you know now i have to take everything back that i was saying about it and it is really crazy you know and like ev- you know things being closed and you know people trying to adapt to this new lifestyle has been you know hectic couple of weeks almost a month by now so
0: i think more of a pandemic more of the pandemic is that people are losing jobs, it's not even True. about the virus, but I think more people are panicking about the unemployment right. than about the actual virus, probably, right?
1: Yeah, and the toilet paper, they're totally panicking. The about
0: Toilet is the- yeah, getting, getting <laughs> out of the <laughs> stores right? so fast. So shortage is, is, is real, guys.
1: <laughs> and apparently,
0: yeah. talking about the toilet paper, the funniest part is that they're bringing it every night right yeah i asked it and 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 it's just gone in the first hour when they yeah. opened the store so
1: and actually the other day i went to the store i'm not gonna say the name of the store but it just said like you know the line forms here and you know they already have these like lines drawn on the floor right for you to kind of stand six feet away from each mm-hmm. other and everything so <clears throat> yeah well guys that's what we talk about in our uh, fc fanbase podcast is about the toilet paper <laughs>
0: but, <laughs> just for the record we had guys from california Right. right. So we're sitting right now in our kitchen. In the Silicon Valley. In the Silicon Valley, almost, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so I think our first, first thing that we, we, we want to talk today is actually about the impact to the, to the football, obviously. And in this case, about the impact to the football to the national club leagues, especially in, in, in Europe. In
1: Europe, right. So, I mean, as you guys probably heard, um, all leagues have decided to postpone their matches indefinitely but I think more or less actually they were forced
0: to be postponed pretty
1: much yeah exactly by their confederations right because of the security purposes and all that stuff and and safety purposes uh, so not to spread the the whole coronavirus thing Uh, but of course there's always exceptions right in this case the exception is the Eastern European country of Belarus right as you (laughs) probably heard their president is just ignoring the virus he thinks that actually this is a direct quote Uh, No one is talking about the virus in the villages the tractor will heal everyone the fields heal everyone So very powerful (laughs) words, and I guess that transcends. right? I guess the sub you know the villages and the fields actually you know Then later on transfer to your soccer fields, right? So they also should stay open because they're also some sort of field.
0: That's why Uh, they are
1: yeah that's why they are right so and actually uh, in belarus they 've already sold the broadcast rights of these soccer matches to Russia, India, and to other countries so who 's the real idiot in this case right i mean they 're <laughs> actually making good money over here
0: but so. that's like, and they're allowing fans to watch it too like live they actually are the
1: but uh, you know as reported so instead of the regular twelve hundred people attending uh, now there 's only two hundred of them, and people who are attending are actually quite happy because they 're saying we have more space you know. We can just like sit and not worry about people being too close to us mm-hmm. and cheer for our favorite team. And actually, to take this even further, uh, to spark interest in the rest of Europe, there's actually Belarus fans in United Kingdom that are actually translating at this like live broadcast and commentating these matches for the rest of the world to make it more interesting. Because I mean, you guys probably you know would think that no, not a lot of people would know about Belarus teams. Uh, the, I
0: can see why, yeah, because right. I what I heard before that uh, before Belarus was the only country, uh, Mexico's league was still open, mm-hmm. and I heard that actually people were just talking from my circles. I heard that real football fans who are usually watching, I don't know, MLS, uh, right. Premier League soccer, or all Syria, the, whatever, all, the yeah. all the most like famous leagues, they were saying that we are really trying to get to the Mexico's uh, league. To at least get some kind of a taste of, of football in these right, times. Yes. Nowadays everything's closed and Yeah, especially now when we're sitting at home and don't have anything to do, it would be a perfect time to watch, I don't know.
1: Yeah, to explore different big, leagues, Some you know? big
0: big big events.
1: Right, right. And at the same like at the end of the day, guys, right, soccer is soccer. So really whoever plays, people who love soccer would want to watch soccer. And in this case, if you if you would watch Belarus teams, they're still kicking the same ball around and they're still playing the game of soccer. So if you're the real fan, you would still watch it. That's how I would think about it.
0: Yeah, I I I think so too. I tr- I tried watching it. Let's right. be honest, <laughs> sp- not to say anything too personal about about Belarus football, but uh, the speed is different. It's not El Clasico basically yeah, is what the, you're trying the, to the speed is different a little bit. The quality right. is slightly different, mm-hmm. but uh, nevertheless, yes, it's professional football and I think I think if that's the only choice.
1: Right, and they play better than us, right? No, yeah, Yeah, of course. So so what else is going on?
0: So uh, I think that one of the biggest impacts of this whole like coronavirus was, no, of course, we have these domestic leagues, club leagues that needs to be finished in some time in the future. But one of the biggest events this summer was actually UFI Euro 2020, which which is a national competition and really huge one as well as Tokyo Olympic Games with the with a big like soccer tournament too and also this year we had planned uh Copa America mm. so as well as by the way as well as Ocea- Oceania Football Confederation Nations Cup uh, so as of now UFI Euro 2020 was already moved to 2021 which is i guess obvious thing to do right and uh, UFR said officially that all of the competitions and matches including friendlies for the clubs and national teams uh, are as of now put on hold until further notice and proposed date for the new for the next for the Euro Championships next summer is 11th of June till 11th of July 2021 and they assured all of the fans who bought the tickets that it's going to be refunded if you cannot make it, right? So this is the this is, thing important thing for the fans. So uh, I'm just quoting a very short quote for your president, right? Uh, we're the, at the helm of a sport that vast numbers of people live and breathe that has been laid low by this invisible and fast moving opponent. The health of fans, staff and players has to be our number one priority and in that spirit UEFA tabled a range of options so that competitions can finish the season safely. Basically what that means is that they are allowing all of the club competitions to finish. Actually I heard that UEFA more or less no, I cannot say maybe forced, but in a way they encouraging asked encouraging. Yeah, right? encouraged mm-hmm. and asked all of the all of the national Uh, federations to finish this summer with the club competitions. That was, I think, the main reason for moving these big events. As I mentioned before, uh, Copa America has been moved already to 2021. And this actually brings a very interesting perspective because right now I'm looking at the calendar. So basically we have six main confederations of football, mm-hmm. right? We have Asia, Africa, Europe, North Central America and Caribbean, then Oceania and South America, mm-hmm. right? So basically with planned and postponed competitions that for me the biggest question is I have no idea how they're going to pull it off and mm-hmm. how they're going to squeeze everything in one summer, when next summer, guys, uh, African Cup of Nations is going to be there, right? So that's quite a big tournament, mm-hmm. I would say in a, in a world football then European Championships is going to be in 2021 then North Central American and Caribbean Gold Cup is also going to be in 2021 Uh, it's not still confirmed but probably Oceania Football Confederation are also going to move their Nations Cup to 2021 and Copa America is already moved to 2021 Wow. With, with, of course, already confirmed uh, Tokyo Olympics mm-hmm. uh, that has moved to July 23rd, 2021. So, I think next summer is going to be busy. Really True. Busy and your, your
1: soccer players will probably turn into rock stars that travel from one place to another. You know, just to make to their, to their next game basically, right? And if you think about it, maybe it's going to be some sort of binge watch or like marathon football. <laughs> Every single day is going to be like 15 matches being played and barely fitting into t- 24 hour. Window that the TV is offering, so I don't know. I guess you guys—it's it's, going to be very interesting next summer.
0: Like no, yeah, we're going to come back to—we we got this actually lack of football this this summer, and I think we're going to come back with a lot. There's going to be an overdose summer. of it, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's going to yep. be an overdose for this year. Yeah. And actually, I know it's not maybe of the major importance, but just uh, getting back to Tokyo 2020. I don't know if you, Che, did you follow like the whole process of how they postponed it and how they—No, not quite. Tell me more so for me it was i don't know for me the funniest fact was that the japanese people mm-hmm. were really denying no i cannot say denying the fact but they were really trying to f- basically push this news about the coronavirus further away because if you would look at the news right it was for a long time olympic committee was already started to talk about the 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 olympics being held like next year or mm-hmm. maybe let's try to postpone it sure because some countries started to just get out of it and just saying that okay we're not gonna go anyway but Tokyo was still saying that whatever is gonna happen we're gonna do it the summer mm-hmm. and actually I think one of the reasons again I don't want to say anything personally to, yeah. to to Japanese people right but now I see the facts in front of me that they officially estimated that the cost for the postponement mm-hmm. is gonna be roughly 12.6 billion dollars when the experts worldwide are saying that it's actually 25 billion dollars and this is not even talking about the sponsors and broadcasters so i think that's quite an obvious reason why they started to really pull it off this summer but uh, no i don't see it happening and that's why we already have the news that it's going to be happening starting july 23rd Mm -hmm. next year Mm. Right so yeah. again another event for the for the football of course not, a, not of a major importance and we cannot say that it's it's it has anything like close to what's going to be with other Copa America or even European of course championships right? right but still that's that's another thing that we can easily watch and enjoy right
1: yeah. and meanwhile what is happening in our own United States right we are having our own version of stay at home football.
0: Yeah, so I think right. that, that that that's gonna be a huge substitute that's yeah. becoming a huge substitute. It really is. Yeah. The people who are following social networks I think they they see because all the biggest major major federations are, are posting about it mm-hmm. they're talking about it and it's really like the closest substitute yeah like close to Belarus <laughs> <laughs> that, we, that we have right now sure. right
1: now to football. So I just wonder what's gonna be more popular you know like that EMLS tournament that i'm going to be talking about in a second or you know actual live belarus soccer match what do you think
0: no that that that's a good i don't want to put you on the spot but again yeah i don't <laughs> i don't want to really share my, right my, my but we know what your opinion is basically no, yes <laughs> basically yeah what i'm trying to say is that no uh talking about new york and california and obviously i think for the people most of the people listening right now are from from united states right so i don't like sorry guys in in in, in belarus but no i don't think that uh, really people in in united states would, would be more interested following that, yeah following yeah, that's true like as much as i love football right i know that i'm going to be watching exactly what now you're gonna be talking about, right?
1: So yeah, without further ado, uh, what is the eMLS tournament? Again, some of you might have heard this in a social media, they really actively discuss this, and basically what it is, is that your Major League Soccer players are gonna be teaming up with eMLS players in this epic tournament. And by the way, it's very, very epic and very serious because the sponsors are Coca-Cola and PlayStation. And whatever Coca-Cola does, you know, it just has to be serious. Like, there's no other way around it.
0: Yeah, but I think the question is actually exactly what you said. My question was, like, how really serious is that? Like, right. Like, how, how is it something that they're going to do behind, like, closed doors? And this is just going to be... Because let's, let's be honest, it's just mm. a game, right? It is really a game. But, but here's the thing, right? So let's, let's just look at the structure of
1: it, right? It's a five-week tournament, right? That starts on April 19th. And it will be broadcast on Fox Sports 1 right so this is big the, yeah right this is big so 12 Especially mls franchises in, in america yeah yeah so Fox 12 mls is. teams uh and the idea is this right you're gonna have a professional football player uh teaming up with a professional fifa player so this is like two versus two exactly
0: that's yeah. A nightmare. yeah which two? everybody all, who tried ever right uh, yeah you guys <laughs> <think laughs> ever tried playing two people <laughs>
1: for one team, it's always either hilarious or you just end up fighting that person at the end. Like, let's,
0: let's say you have to be really good. Right, right. <laughs> and really you good. have to
1: share that ball, guys. Like, you cannot be greedy, right? You cannot just want to take that shot. I know you want to take that long shot. You just feel like it's gonna you know, you can just like twist it a little bit, you know, and you're going, but you have to pass that ball. And, but here's the thing, right, if we, if we move further. So, the winners from each week will be moving on to the final week, where the champions will be crowned, okay? and. If you think that it's just going to be your regular Joe playing, it probably will from the, you know, e <laughs> if- side, right? But at the same time, you're going to have Galaxy Striker, right? Javier Chicharito Hernandez, as well as Nani from Orlando City, right? And some other stars, of course, Paul Arriola, uh, Diego Fagundes, Tyler Miller, and etc. There's like, I mean, there's lots of them. And uh, all the money that's going to be raised from this event will actually be donated to Charity to the Feeding America charity, which is a food bank, as well as the Canadian food banks as well. So it's a really, I mean, I think it's a very e- honorable e- effort.
0: I, I think I think that's amazing. By the way, actually, when you said about, uh, I was reading a little bit about those e tournaments, and already before before we even did this, and I wouldn't say like no, of course, maybe for us we don't know the other names, right, of e MLS players, and True. e yes. like FIFA players, yes, uh, but they are getting big, really. Like, they are really getting big. If you would look at the at the at the prizes for the tournaments that they are playing, right? Yeah, it's not comparable to maybe salaries of professional soccer players, but but how much do they make? It depends on the tournament. But if you would look at those like uh, official tournaments, mm-hmm. like national tournaments organized by the biggest federations and uh, and uh, the rights. And let's say we have like, best right, Pro Evolution yeah. Soccer, and we have FIFA, mm-hmm. so. Like, I know that uh, PES, for example, has a license uh, with UEFA, yeah. right? So, they're doing like official European championships, which is, which is really big, uh, with the qualification and everything. In the same way, FIFA is organizing, uh, let's say in this case with MLS, uh, they're also doing uh, World Cup tournaments, so mm. those like prize money for the first like second places they reach like half a million dollars wow something like that so i would know it's it's a big money right so yes maybe we can say that it's not a big name for us but i think in their world they're these big. names that we have in this emls uh, tournament that are partnering up with uh, what you said like nani and right. Chicarito, yeah, yeah. they're big and yeah. they're good so right. I, I think that in in this scene it's going to be very interesting to see how those Like real-life professional players uh, are gonna hold up because I think like not to say again anything against them, but I think there's gonna be quite a gap between their level in this in virtual life, in virtual yeah tournament versus Mm -hmm. the people who are doing it on a daily basis. So that's gonna be really interesting to see, especially as you said, like uh, it's gonna be broadcasted on Fox Sports One, which is very popular channel here in the United States, right? And I think. when is when is gonna be on Which April nineteenth. It it's starting. It's gonna be every week.
1: There's gonna be uh, so every Sunday, and it's gonna be for five weeks. So starting what on April nineteenth. At what time? That's a very good question. Um, I can answer it in just a few minutes.
0: Let's see. So actually, uh, yeah. While you are looking for the time, when it's gonna start, mm-hmm. I can say that I tried just putting uh, when he was when when Che was talking. I just tried to put in Google search actually EMLS, and I got. Yeah, uh, like mlssoccer.com and like right there you can just press press EMLS and you can get all of the information about it, with the schedule, times and like players competing as well as the standings right now and the brackets and everything else. Right, so
1: yeah, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Or if you guys live in California, it's gonna be 10 p.m. Or it's gonna be 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Yeah, uh, 4 p.m. 4 Pacific time or 7 p.m. Eastern time.
0: Every Sunday. Every Sunday, Sunday for the next Fox five weeks. One. Correct. Right. Yes. So I think go go and and try to watch it, participate on. I think it's gonna be very interesting next time to talk about us. That's true. Yeah.
1: And uh, at the end, just to wrap our podcast, our first episode of the podcast, I uh, would like to end with a. Football fact for this episode. So let me ask you this, Lucas. What do you think is the highest ever football match score was?
0: No. To be honest, I know already, because you told me that's before the that okay. <laughs> so podcast, that's not a very fair question. Yeah. No, I, I'm, actually, he asked me this question before. The and what bef- was your guess? Before, and I'm gonna say that, honestly, this was, this was my guess. I yeah. somehow, I suddenly said it was twenty-four zero. Twenty-four zero. I don't know why, but that was my first guess, right. like, out of the mind. Yeah. yeah,
1: and then as I was looking this up, because this was interesting for me as well, I realized that it was actually, you guys ready for this, 149 Okay. I have no idea how you. Right, do. because you have only ninety minutes, right? So how are
0: you going to do this? Like I, I tried splitting ninety to. Uh, <laughs> wait, let's try to. Actually, let's actually try. Yeah. Let's yeah, try yeah. to count it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the. I have a calculator right here already, right? Yes, I have a calculator right here. How many goals you said you scored? Hundred forty nine. Okay, ninety divided by hundred forty. Okay, that's... Zero, like goal, you have to score a goal basically at 0.6 of every minute. Right.
1: Or if we do it a little bit differently, if we go 5,400 divided by, uh, because 5,400 seconds would be 90 minutes. If yeah. you go 60 exactly. seconds,
0: right? That's a quick. Right?
1: Uh, 5,400 <laughs> divided by 149, which means you have to score a goal every 36 seconds. Here's how they did it, okay? let me give you a, a backstory of for what was going on. Basically, this happened in Madagascar, okay? And the teams were, I'm probably gonna butcher this, so you know, uh, don't get too upset with me if you guys are following these teams, but it, the teams were A.S. Adema versus S.O. Emirne, okay? So here's what was happening. Basically, the, the prior to that, S.O. Emirne, or S.O.E., that's how they go, uh, that, what they go by, mm-hmm. they were handed a 2-2 draw, okay? Uh, in their match against DSA Antonin Rivo. And that was their penultimate match, okay? Which would decide whether or not they would advance to the final and whether or not they would be able to become uh, champions of Madagascar of that year, which was 2002. And the match happened on 31st of October. Basically, uh, in their, let's say, you know, the match before that, right, with uh, DSA Antonin Rivo, they were handed, uh, they were awarded a late penalty. Which they okay. disputed. Okay. So the next match, they had basically nothing to lose, right? They already lost their chance to win the championship. So what they did to kind of get back at the referee and at that, what they thought was an unfair uh, ruling, right? They basically started scoring 149 own goals. So anytime they would start at the kickoff, they would pass it to their own half and they would just score a goal. And you <laughs> got to the point. So you got to the point that you know, the, the spectators, they started going to the ticket booth and demand a refund, right? Because I guess they were just like, you know, this game is not serious yeah. anymore.
0: Yeah. Okay, so I, I'm just wondering actually how many fans was it that match? That would be interesting to think to know. That is a, I know that's a that good question. That, yeah, because I, I'm just imagining it happening somewhere like in a very popular country in England right. or something. Yeah. I think that would be like, that would end up... <laughs> that is true, yeah, it would be violent Badly. Sure. It would, <laughs> it be very, would very violent. badly, yes. 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 And and in general, actually, when I heard that number, I just, you no, know, we of course we we are just uh, as we said we are fans, right? But we are not we are not uh, professional players or something. Right. So I I have no idea how how would I score the, those goals, even if it's own goals. That, that is true. That, yeah, you have thirty six exactly. It's like, to do so. yeah. it's, a, it's yeah. a lot. It's a yeah. lot, and you need to keep going for one hour thirty minutes, right? Yeah, but here's the thing, I right? Okay, know. let's
1: say you 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 already did it in the first half, right? What about the second half when you no longer have the ball? So do you tackle the person and then just keep on passing to yourself to score? Like, what do you do with that? And what does the opposite what team do? The, yeah, that's good <laughs> question.
0: What does the opposite team do? Yeah,
1: <laughs> like, uh, do they just enjoy it? Like, do they start celebrating? Like, what do they do? Or do they just feel like, you know, that they're part of this humiliating process, you know? And, and I don't know, actually. And actually that, um, you know, uh, at, at that year, AS Adima actually became the Madagascar Champions. So if you guys want to look this up, maybe there's a video on the internet Of this whole 149 goals happening Um, but actually at at this point we would like to finish our first episode of the podcast and
0: yeah so it was really nice to try actually to do this and we're gonna be hoping to coming back to you
1: right and if you guys have any uh, any questions or comments we always always appreciate constructive constructive criticism (laughs) right Uh, that was a weird word so we really appreciate it and please send us your questions, your thoughts, your concerns, maybe some topics you would like us to talk about uh, at info at fcfanbase.com.
0: Yeah, so we have a very exciting projects uh, projects actually coming up. So we're gonna be trying to keep you up to date. Uh, what you what what actually chase said about the sending questions and suggestions we're really waiting for it because in the future we are gonna try to do this question and answer section right as much as we can do like a fan questions yeah if you if you have any maybe suggestions even about the subjects that you would like to hear us talk right so again feel free you would make our lives much easier, right? That's true, yes. Otherwise,
1: we're <laughs> actively searching for topics to yeah, talk about. we, we
0: about. Yeah, we are really do, doing this for our love of the sport, right? And we're hoping that you're going to love it even more with us, right? So, really, thank you for hanging out. Uh, and yeah, and stay safe,
1: stay sane, and we'll talk to you guys soon.
0: See you soon. Yeah, thank you very much for listening.